Hi, I'm Anna Reinert, former host of Art Supply Posse. As the founder of the podcast, I have remained a champion for what it has continued to do. My website, The Well-Appointed Desk, is an online resource for all the analog tools you love and is sponsoring Art Supply Posse. The Well-Appointed Desk has recently celebrated its 10-year anniversary with top 10 lists featuring our best recommendations in paper, pens, and pencils. Every week, The Well-Appointed Desk publishes new reviews of all your favorite analog tools and everyone's favorite link love on Wednesdays. Don't forget to check out our shop where you can get all of your favorite coloring, ink testing books, and quirky stationery products, including the Art Supply Posse Sherlock Holmes Pocket Notebook while supplies last. Visit wellappointeddesk.com today. Thanks. Hi, Art Supply Posse. I'd like to welcome Chris from Scrawlerbox back to the Posse. Chris and I are going to chat about using graphite pencils to make art. Most of us have them lying around, but I wonder, when was the last time you picked one up and actually used it? If you haven't yet listened to episode 84, where I have an in-depth chat with Chris about Scrawlerbox, then give it a listen after this one. Hi Chris, welcome back to the Posse. Hello, thanks again for having me, good to be back. My pleasure. So could we, could you briefly remind listeners who you are and what Scrawlerbox is? Um, my name's Chris Lambert. I run Scrawlerbox. It's an art supply subscription company. And we put together a selection of art supply pens, pencils, paints with an artist, uh, with a print and all sorts of lovely creative stuff. We put them in a box and we ship them out to you every month. Each month a different theme, different challenge, little monthly present to yourself to keep you inspired and creative. Absolutely. And it's something we all need right now is that present to ourselves, I think. I think we need to – I know a lot of people and it's been beautiful to see people have been reaching out and they've been helping so many other people around them in small or large ways as we all kind of adjust to this COVID world we're living in. But don't forget yourself. Don't forget to treat yourself. It's um, it's nice. It's nice, I think, to sit, even just sitting down and taking the time to make some art. You might yeah, exactly. think right now, you know, they might think, I don't have time, I've, I'm too busy, I've got too much on, I'm homeschooling or I'm working from home. But don't forget yourself. Take some time to sit down, even if it's only 20 minutes, and just make something. Making art with graphite pencils. What uh, what do people need to know so as they can get themselves started, Chris? What do you need to know? Uh, you don't need to know much. You just need no. to have a pencil, really. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's the, I guess one of the simplest, oldest, well, not the oldest, probably but forms of kind of making marks on paper. So, yeah, you just need a pencil and a bit of paper. Off you go. I mean, as I said in the intro, most of us, it seems, pretty much has a graphite pencil floating around. I think it's, I don't know, can we can we live in a house without actually having one? It's it's like it's like the ballpoint pen. It's the same kind of thing. We all seem to have at least one of them floating yeah. around. Um, probably an IKEA pencil in everybody's house. Surely. Oh yes, yes indeed. They are very handy and I love them and cannot resist grabbing a couple more, even though I don't need them. I've got plenty. But, you know, you walk past the little stash of them and you're like, oh, I'll just grab grab one or two or three. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, and look, even those are t- totally fine to use. I think that's. Yeah. I think that's one of the great things about using graphite pencils to make any kind of art or just just doodles or whatever is. It's um. It feels to me like a medium that is. What's the right word? It's easy to get into. Like you don't have to have a prerequisite amount of supplies and materials and things. You can just kind of pick it up and go. Does does that make any sense? Like, do you know what I mean? It just like it feels like it's very easy to get into. Yeah. Well, sure. It's it's easy to use. Uh, Everyone's familiar with it in a certain way that even if it's just for writing previously. you don't need any special knowledge to use it, whereas something like paint or you know, oils, especially and things like that, with a bit more technical knowledge to use them. A pencil is simple, just graphite that you can you know, attach to the paper. Various means. So we do. Uh, there obviously is, or maybe I shouldn't say obviously, but there are different grades of graphite in our pencils i know i can yeah. pick up one and it might say it's hb and another one might say it's 2b or any number of different combinations of letters and numbers and i know that it's different for different countries like i think here in australia for myself and you in the uk we probably have similar yeah. uh grade, i think but americans might have slightly different terminology but Popping that aside, what, what what's the difference between these numbers and letters? What do they sort of stand for? Uh, generally, uh, most pencils will be around H- HB is probably the most common if you have a stand. Probably the IKEA pencil, I'd say that's probably a HB. Uh, and if you remember back to the ones you had at school, they were generally a HB and they're kind of the most general use. Um, yeah, different grades. I mean, we're talking about the European grading system which is what we use um, and they go from b's so it goes quite they go all the way down to 12 but generally around six b is a soft really soft and then you go up to h so hb is in the middle and if you go one way to 2b 4b 6b it gets softer and then the other way 2h 4h 6h gets harder and what we mean by harder and softer is is the amount of graphite and clay each each lead is um, built up of different amounts of graphite and clay. So the softer you go towards the 6B or 8B, 9B even, um, it's, a, it's more graphite. So it's purer graphite, uh, softer, it will smudge more, it will, you need to sharpen it more. Whereas if you go on the harder scale of things, so the B, I think they were actually named after people. I think they were checks when they first came up the system in, in Europe. But B now stands for bold and H stands for hard. So if you're going down the 6B, that's really soft and it gives a dark, bold line. But if you go the other way to H, 4H or 6H, it's a really uh, hard. And that's kind of because it's got more clay in it. So the harder you go, the more clay is, the softer, the less clay and the more graphite. So that's why a HB is generally you know, a good all-round pencil because it's kind of a nice balance between clay and graphite giving you not too soft and not too hard. So just kind of general. So, yeah, makes sense. And you talked about the American system. They, they use a number one, two, three, and four. And I think it's a similar system, but in 
number two is generally about HB, and then fours. Let me go that wider, because I think Americans' pencil system is more based on the writing side of things than the, than the drawing or art side. The hard is, you know, more uh, clay, soft is more graphite. The bit you don't, you don't need, to, you don't need to get bogged down in, in those kind of things because that's again, that's kind of like a te quite technical thing. You don't need a whole pencil; just a standard HP pencil would be fine. But it's good to know. So when I when I've gone doing some research and I've looked at uh, artists' work who use graphite pencils, um, what I notice is that you can get a really great variety of line widths mm. some are quite yeah. fine some are quite bold is that is that created through essentially having a sharpened pencil giving you the ability to get a really nice you know finer line and then perhaps angling the pencil to create a thicker line is that is that is key is that key having a nice sharp pencil well a sharp pencil is, is always key that's one of the best things about having a pencil is sharpened that's kind of I use a pencil quite a lot because I love the process of writing or drawing with it and then dulling it and then just having to sharpen it. I quite think I find it therapeutic going through and bringing that point back. But no, I don't think it is to do with the, obviously you can get a finer line with a sharper point, but it's more to do, that's where the grading system comes in because a hard pencil will give you a sharper point that lasts longer and allow you to do lighter, finer lines. So you can do some really nice light you know, shading or, or kind of cross-hatching a really detailed like a technical drawing type thing. Whereas a softer a 6B pencil, it will dull a lot quicker. So you're able to get a thicker, bold, darker line with it. So it's using those combinations of darker, thick lines and you know, tighter, uh, hard, thinner, lighter lines of the harder pencils. And a combination of those. And I think I like the other thing I know I like about using graphite pencils is you can smudge them on purpose as well to create a whole, like a, almost a different effect altogether by smudging, smudging yeah. your line. Yeah, if you go the softer you go, the, the more smudgier they are, um, which is good for certain things or for, you know, smudging them on purpose, but you can also smudge them by mistake as well. Yes, true. That is if you're a, if you're a lefty. Yes. Yeah. Oh, indeed. Yeah, I come often have graphite all over my hand. It's just like, yeah, you get used to that. <laughs> but then the the good thing about graphite, as opposed to biros, is they're erasable. So graphite is erasable. Either you've got a spare eraser, or there might be an eraser on the end of the pencil. You can just kind of either take away your mistakes, or you know, use it to bring out the highlights of input in there. Yeah, that, I find that, that process I quite love when you see or you do, you do it yourself when you, you've, you know, you're making, you're working on a piece and then you realise or you had decided that you wanted that section to have more white showing through, you can just erase it and you just, it's almost like you've used a different colour, like you've used a white pencil, um, which yeah. is just fabulous to be able to do essentially you know what you're using is a, a, a pencil 
and have an eraser and have a uh, sharpener handy and you're good to go. It's it's really cool. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, if the razor's stuck to the end of the pencil, it makes it even more easier to, to hand because you can use it more like a tool. Like an so I think um, a rubber and a razor, that's a big bulky thing. It's hard. I know you can get lots of different shapes and sizes um, to get to the detail, but I think I, I like having it on the end of the pencil because it feels more like drawing tool it does yeah and then you don't have to go searching for an eraser either it's right there on the end of your tool <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is always handy it is so i guess the other thing that is kind of a little bit important is the surface we're working on so our paper um mm. I, I guess uh, again in many ways it probably doesn't matter too much you can just if you've just got you know paper in your copier you've got at home your printer you might have at home you can just pull some of that out and use that and yeah. get a more than acceptable result um, oh definitely the- i think pencil, the pencil's good for that because it's quite forgiven in a way that it will it'll mark on any paper you know, it's, it's especially if it's soft um you can get textured papers you know, soft paper obviously if you're going to be blending you need to think about how it's going to smudge and Obviously, if it's more of a toothy paper, it's going to be harder to erase. Um, it's going to get stuck, stuck within the fibres. But yeah, generally, pencil will work on most papers and work well. Definitely. I think probably the only time it might struggle a little is if you had some kind of coated paper. I know some of the papers you can get have a you know have a bit of a shiny coating or something on them. That might be a bit tricky. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's great. It's it, it's definitely a um, a medium that's incredibly accessible. And it's so easy to do, and I think I certainly think for people who haven't actually picked up, you know, their graphite pencil for a long time, they might not have even touched one since you know they they might use it to scroll a shopping list perhaps or something like that. But I think it's possibly a case of trying to practice like pick it up and use it and you know every day or throughout a day perhaps just to get get used to doing it that way again um and then going from there i think it's one of those it's an easy skill to get into or an easy skill to remember or to learn if you haven't used it and then yeah it's just another case of practicing and just to see what you can get and see what you can do with it yeah definitely i mean if you've got a pencil on you you start just writing with it or jotting notes down, whatever. It's, that's that's a completely different way of using a pencil than drawing with it. Like you were saying earlier, you can use it point down like you were writing to kind of sketch out something, or you could turn it on its side and, and use the, the graphite a little bit more kind of pastely, essentially using a bit more of a width and getting a softer tone, and you start smudging it around, things like that. You can, you can get so many different soft, hard lines, dark, light, all from the same you know, graphite pencil. Then you start erasing it, layering it, and you can build up lots of different textures and layers. It's great. So, yeah, just, just, just like, experiment with it, see how it medium works, and it just kind of slowly build up and find something to draw. Different, an apple It's always the classic, and how many different ways you could draw that. With really hard, sketchy lines, or you could do it really softly and kind of just work on the shading. I think there's different ways you can 
And it's definitely um, it's definitely a medium too that lends itself to whatever size paper you have. So it's you know you're not going to lose anything if you have well you, I guess you will if you have a smaller you know you might have a smaller notebook or a school, smaller sketchbook. Mm. You're only limited by the size of the page, but by the same token, it's not like your pencil is going to run out too soon if you had a you know big A3 sheet of paper that you wanted to work on. I think no. that's also really cool. Is it's it's almost yeah, got no limit. Yeah, you, you should be able to cover a whole sheet of A3 with one pencil, definitely, and, and more, if not. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I use pens quite a lot, but a lot of people, if you have a pencil, it's probably still quite a good length. It's not often that you'd see a pencil that gets down to short. Teeny tiny. Yeah. No, no. I, I love them when they do, though. I love seeing yeah. people... You like used pencils erased and yeah, made so tiny. It's just because you can see that it's been loved and it's been used. And it's not that we don't yeah. love our pencils if we don't get to that, but I just love it. I think it's really cool to see uh, a yeah. pencil that has been well and truly loved. Yeah, I agree. Do you think, like, is it worth, is you, aside from practicing, is it also worth looking further into? like looking for tutorials, whether it be on YouTube or somewhere else to learn the different ways of like, you know, as you're saying, different line widths and, and um, that sort of thing? Or is it just to just practice and see what you can work out yourself? Yeah, no, I think it's always worth looking. I mean, it's looking for tutorials or looking for inspiration. It's kind of just looking, just to sit there sometimes and say, okay, I'll draw get a pencil on a piece of paper and you'll sit there and go, well, what do I draw? So either look at other people's work and try and copy it or be inspired by it. Mean, you don't have to. There's no, it's not a problem to try and copy someone else's work. As long as you don't try and pass their work off of yours, it's kind of use use their work and, and try and emulate it or or take some things from it. Or, or use a tutorial where they'll teach you techniques and stuff. That's a, that's a great place to start. Um, at least it gives you some purpose to draw. Or, you know, find, I'll Google an elephant or a bird or just try and sketch that out for a while. I think a lot of people, a lot of artists, we, I mean, it, across all mediums, a lot of people will use a pencil to sketch out their work. They'll likely sketch out their composition, the shape, before they go in with the pen or they go in with the paint and things like that because it is so forgiving you can sketch it out erase it start again so you kind of use it for sketching and kind of starting off a piece of work or you can kind of then develop that into a full-on just graphics pencil is not just for sketching design before you do the proper work you can like, plenty of work is done just solely in graphics amazing and I think that's that's kind of part of the point of this episode is, or this chat we're having is, you do often forget about the fact that you can just, well not just, but you can create art using graphite only. You don't have to use it as a starter, um, you know, to then be erased away or hidden with whatever other medium you're using. It, it exists as its own as its own legitimate art form. And I think we forget about that. And I think part of it is because, you know, it's, it's used in that way, but also part of it is just because it's, 
it's so easily accessible. You know, we pretty much all have one lying around and we often don't think, you know, you look at it and how often do you look at it and actually think of it as an art tool? But that's what it can be, absolutely. It's, it's um, yeah, it's part of the point of this, I guess, is just to remind people that um, it is a legitimate, you know, art tool. I would say it was, would be one of the best, one of the best yeah. one of my favourites. <laughs> yeah. So while we're talking, while we're talking favourites, how about let's just say someone doesn't have one at home, or they just would like to delve into the world of graphite pencils a little bit more than they might already have. Um, what 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 would you recommend someone to buy to to start playing with? You know, instead of just using their IKEA pencil or their supermarket purchase pencil, which is probably just as fine anyway, because they yes, often. Yeah, they're often yeah. good brands anyway, Faber-Castell or, or whatever the case may be. But let's say someone wants to actually look a little bit further into graphite pencils, what would you recommend? What's your favourites? Uh, well, if it, I, I'd say not necessarily a favourite, but what a pencil that everyone has probably had, definitely in the UK and Europe, I'm not sure what it is in, like in Australia, but um, the, the Stadler, um, hate, what's kind of the, we call it the school pencil. But it's kind of the black and yellow striped one. I don't know whether you have that. But that's what we would all use at school. And that's probably what's most in the kitchen drawer or something like that at home. So, and they they have a great range of pencils. So, what if it's not for one of those? Then you can look into that. But they're just kind of they do a great range of um, drawing pencils as well. Um, some of my favourite brands that I, I really like the Derwent uh, range. Of Pencils, they do some really nice, um, loads of different pencils, but yeah, graphite sketching pencils. Um, some, some lovely American brands, um, Palomino, Blackwing, and Musgrave, the two manufacturers in America, they do some really nice pencils. There's some Japanese ones, yeah, Tombow, Mono, uh, I think it's like 100, they're like some really, I mean. We're talking these are kind of a bit more expensive pencils. I mean, you can spend quite a lot of money on a pencil, so you can go anything from pounds here, but 50p up to two pounds, three pounds for a pencil, which is seems crazy. But, um, and you know, maybe the, the quality doesn't differ that much, but you know, you get a, a smoother graphite mix, you get, I think. But a lot of the cheaper pencils um, have, you know, you'll notice them that the lead will be slightly off center, for instance. So if you're sharpening it, it, it doesn't kind of come to a nice point. It might be off center. Um, obviously, cheaper pencils might not be made of cedar. Um, a lot of the most pencils are made from cedar, American cedar mostly. And that's a really nice kind of hardwood. So yeah, just there's there's loads. There's so many pencil brands from Germany, uh, Czechoslovakia, America, uh, Japan. Are there any Australian? I don't know of any Australian manufacturers of pencils. Um, I don't think so. I'm not aware of them. That's for sure. So if I'm wrong, please someone tell me because I'd love to know. I'd love to support a local Australian pencil. That would be cool. There must be. I'm sure there is someone. Someone will know. 
Yeah, someone will know, definitely. <laughs> what, what about you? What's your favourite um, Well, I have to admit I really like my Palomino black wings. Um, they just feel nice in the hand and to, to it's use. The, it's the eraser, Farrell. They're a sexy pencil. Yeah. Yes, they really are, yes. I've only bought one set of limited edition ones um, because certainly for us here in Australia, they are not cheap. They're pricier. <laughs> but, yeah, I just love them. They're just, they're just really nice. Um, I, I must admit I haven't tried any of the Japanese ones. I would like to. I have also got, um, I think, I could be wrong, but it feels like to me the common pencils that are used at school seem to be the Stadler. Now, I don't pronounce that anywhere near as well as it should be, but they seem to be the ones. That's what my memory is telling me, and I know I've probably, mine are probably still they might not be still the ones I had at school. Goodness knows what happened to them, but I've had them for an awfully long time. And they're yeah. also, they also feel really reliable. Like, you know what I mean? You can pick it up and you just know, even though I realise it's a pencil, it shouldn't not work. But it is, again, that thing of it's not just a cheap, and I've used cheap, nasty ones, you know, that are, they just feel yucky. They just don't feel nice in the hand. Whereas these ones, they always do. You know, you can pick them up and they just, I don't know, there's just something about holding a pencil, a nice pencil. It feels good. It feels right, if that makes that's sense. What I, what I like about pencils is that essentially they're all the same. Yeah. yeah. Be but it's the, the slight variations, the, the colour of the, I mean, it doesn't make a difference to the technical way it works, but the, the way the ferrule and the eraser work, the way the, the painting or the colour of it, the, the logo it's printed on, the history of all these different things, and there's so many different pencils and so many different, I mean, it could just be those people get them branded for their own company and things like that, but there's, you know, you're, that's why you'll probably find a few, like you had your the promo ballpoint, there's probably a promo pencil hanging around. Yes, well. yes, I have some, I've taken them from conventions I've been at in the past. <laughs> And, that, and that's kind of, they tell a story or, or they, they just kind of go with your sketchbook or, you know, your style. What, which Blackwing, which Blackwing uh, volume set did you get? Um, oh, I can't think of the name off the top of my head. It's the one, um, the one that was designed, oh, the, oh gosh, now I'm having a oh, total mental. Oh, it's the it's multicolors. I'm going to have to do an online. I'm going to have to look because now the I can't. The Bauhaus one? Uh, no, the oh, hang on. Yeah, the surrealist. The yeah, the surrealist ones. So what did they call them? Volume fifty four, exquisite corpse. The surrealism ones. They are. Fifty four. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, they're the ones. And I have not actually taken one out and used it yet. I don't know why. I just haven't quite done it. <laughs> part, of me feels like, part of me feels like I should not use them, which is so stupid. Um, because especially because there's more than one, because I bought the box, yeah. like I bought the 
Yeah, I was just going to say, I think when I get home, because I've got to go to work when we're done here, I think when I get home tonight, that's what I'll be doing is getting one out and, and, and playing with it. But, yeah, you, you're right. I think there's just there's something about holding a pencil that to me feels right, like it just feels natural to me to use and it is something I come back to a lot, I think. Um, like I know I mentioned to you the other day when we recorded that I've been playing around with watercolours a little bit and I am freely admit that I am so new at it that I'm terrible at it. But also part of it is is it doesn't feel like a pencil in my hand. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just that thing of holding a pencil and even holding a, a pen, even a, a marker pen or a paint pen, feels a lot more natural to me, I think, than than a paintbrush. Um, yeah, I do. I just like I like using a pencil. I like making art with pencils and, and marker pens. It feels right to me in some weird kind of way. Maybe I've just added myself as a weirdo, but that's okay. I'm happy to happy to be the weird one. I don't mind. No, I'll be in the same group. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I've um, kind of I used to do a lot of my note taking in pen, um, either with you know fine liner or or uh, gel pen or pen. And now I've kind of the past year or so I've just been kind of exclusively just filling my notebooks with pencils. I enjoy writing with them, raise well, and then I can sketch at the same time or doodle, or, you know, start looping all with the same thing. So it's, I've used a few pencils that way, so I've got a few of those little stubs. With them. Yeah, I I agree. I think that's what it is. I think it's you can write with it and make notes, and yeah, you do it all together, and it's all the same, all the same medium. And I think too, the other thing I like, not that I'm exactly doing any travel at the moment. But the other really nice thing is you can just put a pencil and whatever notebook or journal or whatever it is you want and put it in your bag and whether you're getting in a plane to travel somewhere or jumping in a car for long or whatever, you know when you arrive you haven't got the worry of did the fountain pen leak, did the ink bottle break, did anything like that happen? You know, okay, so your pencil might break but... You know, if you pop it in, for me, pop it in my handbag that comes with me, then I know it's not going to get broken. And I like that yeah. too. I like that, that yeah. the confidence of knowing my materials are going to be workable and usable as soon as I get wherever I'm going. Because I, I do have a travel journal and typically I take a pencil with me. That's what I grab. Sometimes I might take a pen, um, but nine times out of ten, it's a pencil is what I'm taking because it's just there and I know it's going to work straight away. The same, it's like that story of um, with the guy who invented this space pen. You know the pen that will. Uh, yes, I work, do know the pen. Work, yes, work, working zero gravity. The Americans spent millions of dollars creating this pen that will uh, write in zero gravity, whereas the Russians just just took a pencil into space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it works. Yeah, it, it works upside down, back to front. You can write on a wall, you know, vertically. Because how many times have you tried to write something on a wall with a pyro oh, and uh, yes, it working. does not work. It does not work. Yeah. So you could you could draw your art upside down if you want to. Yes, you could. Yeah. And look, if you do draw upside down, people, please share your images of your upside down drawing. I would love to see them. Uh, if yeah. you're covering your roof, perhaps <laughs> I'd yeah. love to see. 
<laughs> yeah, it is, it is. It's such a reliable medium. It's just it's going to work every single time. And, yeah. yeah, there's something to be said for that, I think. There's definitely something to be said for that. Well, Chris, is there anything else? Have we covered everything? Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Um, no, I think we've covered pencils pretty well. It's just kind of grab whatever pencil's closest, test it out, uh, just, just like you said, create, create something. Definitely. Even if it's rubbish, it doesn't matter. Just put the pencil to the paper and start making mark. See where it happens. I love always that. Always erase it. We can always do the next one. Turn the page. Try again. No, I say if you can, don't erase it. I, I like the. I prefer the idea of turning the page and starting again because in six months' time you can go back and look at that, and you will probably one know why the mistake was made, and two, it's probably not as bad as what you actually thought at the time. Let's be honest. We all think we're well, not all, but a lot of us think what we're making at the time isn't great. And then I don't know about you, but I go back to it and I think that's better than I thought. Yeah, definitely. Or you could go back and go, okay, let's start working on it again. Yes, yes, because now I know what to do to get to that thing. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, thank you, Chris, again for your time. I really appreciate you coming here and chatting with me um i've loved this chat you've inspired me i will be getting my pencils out tonight when i get home from work <laughs> I look for, enjoy that it's the first sharpen enjoy that first sharpen make sure you got a nice a good sharpener and uh, yeah, enjoy the process and then yeah you got you got to use them you can't just have them so that's what we were made for yeah true true one day maybe i'll have a tiny collection of little teeny tiny ones yeah, I, I think they look better smaller than they do full size anyway. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Thank you, Chris. I really love that chat. That was great. I enjoyed it too.